This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Wednesday edition. We're down to the final four in men's and women's play. And with that in mind, MKSU women's coach Rick Ensel is going to join us today. Coach, how are you? Doing great, Bonnie. How are you? Doing great myself. Thanks for joining us. Um, well, let's look at the women's uh, game. Um, three number one seats, and then, of course, got a first-timer in um, um, Arizona. But there were several other teams that could have made a run. Um, it, it looks like more and more parity every year kind of comes to the to the women's game which i think everybody thinks is a, is a really good thing it, you know you do see you do see um uh, of course you've got Connecticut back you got South Carolina back you got Stanford back and they've been there consistently over the years and if you look at their coaching staffs they've been very consistent over the years and they've been able to get some of the better players around the country of course Tarum gets most of her kids from the West Coast, <clears throat> the, the the bulk of them. And, of course, uh, Gino kind of recruits the country, and uh, he's kind of like Pat, you know. Uh, he gets who he wants because uh, that's what Pat uh, Pat did, you know. And then Dawn has come on board and has done a great job recruiting there at uh, South Carolina. So, you know, those three programs are still going to be there, but you do see a lot more programs around the country. Arizona, I remember when they were the – doorman of the Pac-12, and uh, you know now look at them; they're they're in the final four. But but uh, the the young lady that took that position over has done a great job recruiting, done a great job rank keeping some of those uh, players on that West Coast down at Arizona, and then it's just been a she's done a good job. They're not real big; they're kind of like us. They're not real big, but they've got great leadership, and they have uh, uh, people that's bought into the system, and that's basically why they're there right now yeah i think it's good anytime you get a first team in and a four c but as you said uh they were kind of at the bottom of the um pac-12 not so long ago and to make that quick of a climb you know it's one thing to get up and be a you know a top 20 team boy it's a it's another to get to that coveted final four it is and you know of course you you can you can take a great player like the little guard that they got and uh you know, 
you can put a lot of role players around her, but she's uh, she's a little bitty thing. But I tell you what she does, she gets the job done. She plays both ends of the floor. She shoots the ball with with a great with a good percentage. I think her three point shooting somewhere around forty four forty five percent. And then not only that, but she was a defensive player of the year in that conference. And you're talking about the Oregon's, the Oregon States, the Stanford, uh, California, UCLA, Southern Cal. I mean, you got to look at all that. I mean, and you're the defensive player of the year. And she not only has it offensively, but she also has got a defense win. A player like that, uh, the rest of the team was able to gravitate to. Um, the girl, the freshman at Connecticut, that is that is so good. Did you see her play growing up? I did. We saw her. She played a lot in, in uh, travel team ball. She's from Minnesota. Uh, and... Uh, you know, she started out on the EYBL circuit, which that's the circuit that the, that Tom's on, you know, with their bunch. And then she went back to one of her local teams and uh, did a great job. Getting, I ended up getting uh, getting recruited by uh, Connecticut, and you look what's happened. I mean, good gracious, I, I'm not for sure she's not one of the better players that Connecticut's ever had. And they've, they've got two more recruits coming in next year that they say is as good as her, so... They're not going to fall off much, and they still got a shot to maybe win off the whole thing this year. Coach, you um, you go to the NCAA tournament this year. Um, certainly, with the bubble type atmosphere, I mean the, the the setting that it was. It it did it had a different feel than it did in previous trips you've made. Absolutely, I mean uh, it, it it was just totally totally different. It, you kind of like you were in jail. I mean, if you get if you go back to we won the conference tournament on Saturday night. Uh, we had a great facilities there. We had uh, great participation there. We were still in a bubble, but we were not in a bubble like the NCAA had. And then they we had to wait till Tuesday morning. So we had to wait su- uh, Sunday and Monday. And then Tuesday morning they sent three buses up to pick us up to drive us that four and a half hours to San Antonio. And when we got there, Monty, they basically put us in a room for two days, 48 hours, a room by ourselves. Each person had their own room. We were on the seventh floor. You couldn't even communicate with each other. You couldn't see each other. Then after two days, they allowed us to go down with permission, only with permission, to the third floor, which was where our meeting room was, our film room and our meeting room. And... um you know, and we had to be escorted down, escorted back. And then the only other time that you got out was when they escorted you across the street there to the convention center to get COVID tested. So uh, it was not a it was not a real a real uh, NCAA feel, to be honest with you. Uh, I like the situation where we're all playing in one city at different venues, but I didn't like the situation of where we were all isolated away from each other because part of going to the NCAA tournament is the camaraderie you have with the coaches that you're with, the teams that you're with, your your gym reps that you're with, your fan base that you're able to bring down with you. Um, it was nothing like that. I mean, you could get a few of the parents in, parents and friends, and that's about it. And we really and truly, we I was real proud of our middle a group because we had twice as many there as Tennessee had. And I don't know if many people can ever say that about the Tennessee following, but uh, our following was way a lot greater than, than UT's was. 
Um, and I heard Ron Slay say this on a, another network, him being, you know, the former um, UT standout. He said he felt sorry for the players because they really weren't going to get that true feel experience of what an NCAA tournament is really about. That's how true that is. I mean, uh, hopefully next year we can get this thing back to normal as much as possible. And I, I see it trending in that direction. I see the NCAA, uh, they're, they're trying to be more uh, about the players and the coaches and they're opening back, recruiting back up. We hope it looks like it's going to be open back up this summer. And, you know, that's part of, I enjoy that part of the, of, going out in the summer and recruiting and meeting all the coaches, watching the players firsthand instead of watching film on uh, Zoom and and able to see their parents, able to see how they act on the floor and off the floor. You you know, that's that's all part of the way I recruit. And, you know, hopefully we can get back to that uh, this summer. And if we do, I think we'll get closer to being back to normal, which was having our fans there and, and not having to socially separate, you know, and all that. So um, I, I see us, us getting back to that next year, and I think the NCAA is going to let up a little bit on some of their restrictions also. MTSU women's coach uh, Rick Ensel join us. We're talking about <clears throat> some of the things that happened around the NCAA tournament. One thing I was going to ask you about too, Coach, there was some criticism um, about, you know, the lack of um, – uh, you know, weight, you know, weights and things like that that uh, were not afford, afforded to the women that were the men. What? How were? How did you see all that? Well, what I did, you know, we we've, we've not gotten over the years what the men have gotten. I mean, that's just a known fact. Uh, everybody knows that that's been in the business, and all your older coaches like Tara and Gino and them. Uh, myself, which has been in the business a long forty something years too, it's just we just haven't got the same uh, billing on TV or the same uh, with venues, or sponsors right on down the line. Now weights, I never have gone to the NCAA tournament. We've been here now sixteen years, and we didn't, we were not able. Nobody went last year, so really, in fifteen years, we've been to the NCAA tournament ten times, and not one time have has a question ever been raised or have I raised a question about weights at a at an NCAA site because I don't go there to lift weights I go there to play basketball I don't I my belief is there's not a whole lot that you can get in in the weight room this time of the year if you hadn't already got it in uh, matter of fact I just got to talking to our strength conditioning coach and we're starting Monday uh first of April with our strength conditioning program. Now, we're, we'll be able to accomplish a lot between now and October. You know, between now and August, we got some goals that we want to meet. And then from August to uh, October, we got some goals we want to meet. And then from November to the end of the season, we kind of slack up and try to maintain what we've got. So going down to the NCAA tournament in April or in March and complaining about the weights and things, I... You know, that's not one of my things because we're going to play the game and win the game. We're not really concerned about that. But a lot of people, I guess, were because it became a big issue. But did I see anybody lifting weights while I was there? And I was there for, well, I, we we got there on a Tuesday and we didn't play the Sunday. So I was there once 
five days at least, and I didn't see anybody lifting weights. And they were available, but they, I'm sure they were not like the men had. Right, exactly. Um, one other thing, the the Baylor um, UConn game. Obviously, there was a call, well, a call that was not made um, on the final play of the game is um, drawn a lot of um, um, ire, um, a lot of discussion. If anything, um, th- that was not made. Uh, your thoughts about that? Well, a couple of those guys on that crew were um, called a lot of games here at Middle Tennessee. And they, here's what I, I've heard. Now, I can't document this, but I can tell you what I heard. I heard that the NCAA sent the whole crew home after that game. So what does that tell you? Uh, they felt like there was a missed call. It was, I, to be honest with you, I thought it was a missed call. But, uh, you know, I thought the kid even had a reason to maybe the coach uh, even had a reason maybe to uh, to go back and look at the replay to see if the kid was hit in the face, and if she was hit above the shoulders, then that was a that could have been a flagrant foul there. But I thought that the kid did not have her arms extended above their head, and I thought they walked into the player shooting the jump shot with their hands uh, out horizontal instead of vertical. And that is a that is a violation. That's a point of emphasis with the with officiating. And so I think the call was missed. But do I think that there's been other calls not made or made throughout the years that have determined games? Absolutely, it happens to just about every game. So I hate it happened. I hate that it happened right there because it was such an important game. But you know, you got to be more responsible. And I, I know how Kim feels. She's a friend of mine. And I know how Gino feels. He's a friend of mine. Uh, you know, he was happy the call wasn't made, and she was disappointed that the call, that the call uh, wasn't made. So, uh, you know, he got to go to the Final Four, and she got to go home. That's just the bottom line. But uh, I would have been upset if I'd been her, and I'd have been happy if I'd been Gino, hoping they wouldn't go back and replay it, to be honest with you. We're joined today by MTSU women's coach Rick Hensel. We'll take a break and be right back. At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. We provide laser treatments to get rid of those little brown splotches, surface blood vessels, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. McCabe Vision Center. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. 
Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. It's time to start doing that tomahawk chop. The Atlanta Braves are on WGNS once again this year. They've been on the radio station since 1981, and it's time for the 2021 edition of Braves Baseball. It begins Thursday afternoon, 1.50 airtime here on WGNS as the Braves travel to take on the Philadelphia Phillies to open up the season. Now we will break away from our coverage of Braves baseball at 545 to bring you MTSU baseball as they host Rice. A four-game series this weekend begins Thursday at 545. They'll play on Friday, 1245 airtime. That's a doubleheader for you on Friday afternoon. Also on Saturday, we'll have Middle Tennessee baseball as they host Rice at 1045 airtime. That'll be followed by the Braves at Phillies. Braves at Phillies on Sunday, right around noon as well. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, location. In the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Uh, MTSU women's coach Rick Ensel join us. All right, coach, your game against UT, uh, that first half went uh, really smoothly. And, uh, you know, obviously going in, they presented some matchup problems for you. But you thought you could present um, some problems for them. And you, you really did in the first half because you were able to just to dart right Pass them and get a lot of layups or kickouts for threes. Well, we I thought we didn't we a lot of people thought we really executed great first half, but we really didn't. We we did do enough to keep us in the game, and we were tied at halftime. But we did miss some open shots, and we didn't share the ball as good as we should have shared it early on. But we still did enough to to be tied, and I was proud of our players at halftime. And, we thought coming out the second half we had a pretty good game plan, but we came out the second half and their size and strength just uh, kind of beat us down. And they went to a zone, and we had we we had some uh, shot selections, and we got into the shot clock a couple of times, shot selections, and it gave them that eight or ten point lead, and they had that cushion, and then they kind of rode it all the way in. Um, you know, I I would like to play them again. Uh, I felt like if we could have uh, executed our offense a little better and knocked down a, a few more shots that we could have possibly won the game. But again, you know, that's NCAA play, and you got to applaud Kelly and her group for winning that game. And 
I really, I was really proud of our group for getting us to the NCAA tournament, giving us a chance to win. So we were small, but you know, we had big hearts, big engines, and my kids played hard, and I was really proud of them. Yeah, they really did. And Tennessee played a, they played a good ball game, uh, but they didn't carry it over. Did that surprise you? Well, they've been that way all year, Monty. They were very, they've been so inconsistent. I've watched them play just about every game. I watched, you know, I constantly am watching the SEC because we know we're probably going to end up having to play somebody in the SEC either in the NCAA tournament or the NIT, and you just watch games to get a feel of what's going on. And their my feel of, of Tennessee was they're so inconsistent. I knew if they came out and played good, we would be in a bind. But I also felt like if they came out and they didn't get after it because we were Middle Tennessee, we would kick their back end. And uh, and we would do it more than just one or two points. I thought we had a chance to maybe win that game 15 to 20 points. And, uh, you know, we, the first half we were tied. And the second half we just didn't do what we needed to do. But, no, it didn't surprise me that the, the next game they came out and just went through the motions and they got beat. Okay, moving forward, uh, what's your – um, summer look like recruiting wise. Uh, I know you've signed some players. Uh, tell us a little bit about them. Kind of refresh our memory. And uh, well, we've got one more. We got one young lady that'll be signing uh, in, here in a, uh, about another four or five days. Uh, and I can't talk about her because she hasn't signed yet. But she's very talented. She's she's a point guard. She's uh, uh, averaging about thirty four points a game in high school. Uh, we signed a young lady out of Macon County, which I think has got a, a tremendous basketball IQ, and got Jackie Pickle range, so that would give you an idea about her. And then uh, we signed a young lady out of Sparta, uh, which in one game hit 15-3, so that gives you an idea about her. And then we signed a young lady in Alabama, Maya Payne, that, which is a uh, uh, was up for the 5A player of the year and took her team all the way to the state championship game in Alabama. So I really feel great about the young ladies we got coming in. We've got a young lady that transferred in at the middle of the year from uh, Belarus, and she is about a 6'2 wing player that came from VCU, and she is, is, uh, I think, got a tremendous future ahead of her. So... And with and our two post players that we've got, young post players that we got, we really got three. But I think the the young lady out of Canada, Jada, and then I think Susha, which is out of Russia, this came from Montbert Academy. I think their game and their size and strength will take a giant leap this summer. Uh, we're really looking to, to for them to come on and really do some great things here. So as far as our program is concerned. You know, uh, you know Lex and Amanda both on the perimeter. Uh, I feel like uh, they'll get stronger, and this will be their senior year, so you'll see great things out of them. So I'm pretty excited about where we're at right now with our basketball program, and uh, can't wait to get back in here and start playing and get our fans back in here. You know, then I, I didn't even mention Courtney Whitson. Uh, Courtney uh, ended up being all tournament, and I was surprised she didn't make all conference. But good gracious. Uh, what a shooter, what a team player, uh, what a leader. Um, you know, so like I said, I'm pretty excited about where we're at right now. Somebody was asking me yesterday, is the transfer portal anything you would use? Absolutely. We're in it right now. We've offered probably uh, 
I don't know, five or six young ladies uh, scholarship already, maybe more than that. Uh, we're going to look again maybe for an experienced post that can mentor and and uh, our young post. And we're looking, but that person would have to have some toughness about her and be able to finish. And uh, uh, we'd look for a graduate transfer there, and they'd have to be the right one. And then uh, we're probably uh, – Going to look at assigning a another guard. Uh, again, we'll be looking at for uh, basketball IQ there. We should knock down shots. Uh, you know, uh, is she a winner? You know, and and uh, that person also would probably be a graduate transfer. So uh, yes, we we're in the portal. Matt and Kim and Nina uh, are just doing a tremendous job with that part of the program. If you look at two programs this year that totally revamped from the transfer portal that were in the Elite Eight, one was Texas A&M. He took eight transfers last year. He went from 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 being probably a nobody in the league to where he he won the league. He won the the league championship. He beat South Carolina, and then uh, and Gary's a good friend of mine, and he used that portal basically to get his team where it needed to be. And then uh, Maryland. Maryland went into the transfer portal last year and just got beat the other night, uh, and they totally revamped their lineup with uh, transfers and was able to take it to the uh, Sweet 16, the Elite Eight. So, yes, we're we're very versed on what's going on with the transfer portal. We know what we want, what we need, and we'll if we see somebody that we think will fit into what we want, then, yes, we'll jump at it. Um. You did have a um, uh, Rice winning the NIT. I think speaks volumes about your conference, along with you, along with you guys being in the NCAA tournament. I don't, I don't. That's not any. What you just said is true. I mean, if you look, Rice got beat twice this year. I think they got beat by North Texas and also Marshall, um, and uh, then they got beat for us in the finals of the tournament. So. Uh, the if you look at where all of our teams were, I mean Marshall beat us here at home. Uh, Old Dominion beat us here at home. Uh, you know, heck, I'm telling Charlotte beat us up there at their place. I'm telling you right now, our conference was tough. You had Charlotte, you had UTEP, you had uh, Rice, you had North Texas, you had La Tech, uh, you had Florida Atlantic and Florida International. I told. Uh, uh, Red Collins, when I left Bowling Green after we had won those two games there, I knew he had some games coming up with the Florida teams, and I told him, I said, they're not like they used to be. They're pretty good, uh, and you don't need to overlook them. And I think he ended up maybe losing to both of them at least one time. And and uh, Western nor us have really been beaten much by the Florida schools. But this year they've really got some, some knocks in and was able to pull off some big wins. So, you know, our conferences got better. And, uh, you know, so therefore our recruiting is going to have to get better. Our coaches have got better in the conference. They've hired some new coaches. So, you know, it's just – it's it's a good conference. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you'll be glad maybe next year to get back to not playing back-to-back days. Well, I hope we don't play back to back. You know, yes, I hope we go back to a Thursday, Saturday, or even a Wednesday, Saturday, whatever. I don't want to play on a Friday night, 
because that takes away from the high school crowd and it takes away from our crowd. It affects both of us here in, in Murfreesboro. These other uh, schools in our conference, they don't have that problem because they don't really draw anybody anyway. But with our attendance running between four and 5,000, it affects us and it affects the high school programs because there are people that love women's basketball in our community that love going out on Friday nights and going to a good high school game. And uh, when they have to choose to come and see middle, then we're both losing out on that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I hope we get back to like we used to be and not plan those back-to-back. But I think the ADs kind of like that because I think it cuts down on the cost. And uh, I don't know how, but they say it does. But I don't, I don't think any of the men – uh, coaches, nor the women coaches, like playing those back-to-back games. All righty, Coach. Great to catch up with you as always. Congrats on another uh, outstanding season and championship for the Lady Raiders, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Monty, we appreciate what you do, and I mean, you really help and support women's basketball in this community in Middle Tennessee State. And we appreciate you. Absolutely, Coach. Have a good day. Thank you. That's MTSU women's coach Rick Ensel joining us today. Uh, We'll take a break and be right back. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad. Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic as expected here on 24 eastbound here at Sam Ridley Parkway. you got all this traffic flow coming in from Davidson County, making its way through Rutherford. Just busy out here in Laverne, Smyrna. Just heavy traffic, of course, on 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. Ripley's Aquarium Family PJ Party for the Penguins is coming up on April 9th. All the details at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. 
Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's going on today? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's start with men's tennis. And for the third time this season, Francisco Rocha has been named Conference USA Player of the Week. The honor comes after the junior defended his number 35 ranking by grabbing two singles wins against top opponents while also notching a doubles win, helping the Raiders to a 2-0 weekend. The weekend started when he defeated reigning Big East Player of the Week and former ITA National Player of the Week, Vito Tonjek of DePaul, 6-3-6-0. Rocha also paired with Max Roush to pick up a doubles win, 6-3. On Sunday, Rocha faced one of the toughest opponents of the season, number 45 Chase Ferguson of South Florida. However, Rocha was up for the challenge, winning in three sets, 7-6, 3-6, 6-3. The win helped secure a team win for Middle Tennessee over the 29th-ranked Bulls, 4-3. So congratulations, Francisco Rocha, Conference USA Player of the Week. Speaking of men's tennis, the number 38th-ranked Blue Raiders will hit the road Thursday as they are set to take on Louisville. The Raiders will be looking for the home-and-away sweep as they defeated the Cardinals 4-0 on March 12th at the Adams Tennis Complex. First serve at the Bass Rudd Tennis Center is set for 1 p.m. Again, that will be on Thursday, 1 o'clock in Louisville, Middle Tennessee, trying to get the sweep against the Cardinals. All right, in softball. The uh, looked, It took three extra innings, but Middle Tennessee came away with a win at Murray State yesterday and a much-needed conference boost ahead of conference play beginning, which starts on Thursday. The Blue Raiders with the 3-1 victory in 10 innings, now 14-12 overall. Murray dropped to 14-16. The uh, Murray entered the Tuesday afternoon matchup as winners of seven of their last eight games, and both of the game starting pitchers were perfect through two innings, but that ended with two outs in the top of the third as uh, Murray hustled for a double with no outs. The Blue Raiders came back, got the win. Coach Jeff Breeden on Amber Baldwin's resurgence in performance in the circle on Tuesday said Baldwin showed she was back to her regular self and had good stuff all through all 10 innings uh, this afternoon, which was yesterday. So he said that they'll need those types of efforts as they go into these four-game weekend series starting this week. Again, softball set to play. It will be a uh, his middle looks for their second-ever Conference USA Championship. It officially begins Thursday when middle opens league play at Charlotte for a four-game series. Friday's doubleheader was originally scheduled for 4 p.m. and 7, but has since been moved up. The second game with the series and the first game on Friday will now begin at 1 o'clock with the second game of the day beginning 30 minutes after the completion of the first. So Thursday at 4, Friday at 1, Friday at 3.30 and 11 a.m. on Saturday. Blue Raider baseball, similar. They will play on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It will be a 3 o'clock uh, single game on on 
Thursday, 1 o'clock doubleheader on Good Friday, and then a 1 o'clock single game on Saturday. And all of those can be heard right here on WGNS. Women's volleyball. The Raiders Open Conference USA Tournament play against number 24 Rice. That will be at 5 o'clock tomorrow at the USM Wellness Center in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Middle goes in with a record of 5-10 and 10 overall, 4-8 and eight in the league. And number 24 Rice, 14-4 and four overall, 12-0 and 0 in Conference USA play. All right, first episode and first installment of the Blue Raiders Spring Sports Show tonight on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook and Twitter pages. So, Be looking for that live at 7 o'clock this evening on Facebook and Twitter. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. All right, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you, uh, let's see, talk to you next week. We're going to get preempted a little here the next couple days. But anyway, we'll remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report. Brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Coach Hensel joining us. And I imagine they will use the porter. Obviously, we didn't bring up the the Hayes girls entering the transfer portal themselves. It's always been a policy that coach talks about the players on his teams only um so uh we respect that uh let's see now wow what a wild night out at seagull last night Uh, stars are up four to one going to the seventh looks like they're going to even their series with riverdale warriors plate five runs go five four seagull comes back Gets a run in the bottom half of the seventh. So we're going to extra innings. No big deal. You know, it happens. Uh, little we know, they were going to play nine more innings. Yes, nine innings. Final ended up being seven to six, Riverdale, in 16 frames. So um, over 500 pitches were thrown. Game was over five hours long. 
think first pitch was 5.35, ended 10.55, something like that. Anyway, uh, long night. Umpires earned their keep on that given uh, evening. Um, I think um, Brian Barrett and John Deacons, who cover the games here at WGNS, they're probably glad they didn't choose that one last night. <clears throat> Speaking of games, we are getting preempted uh, the next two uh, games. Of course, we had Jim Toman, MTSU's baseball coach, on yesterday, and he um, kind of told us uh, about their schedule. We've got a doubleheader that starts tomorrow at 1, so um, that'll preempt us. And then uh, Friday they play at 3, so that will preempt us again. So this will be the last show of the week uh, for this week. Uh, other baseball games last night, um, uh, Smyrna 13, Rockville 7, uh, Stewart's Creek uh, 12, Oakland 2, uh, Blackman 25, Laverne nothing. Tough season for Laverne, very young uh, and in a tough um, situation. That's all you can say. Grace Christian 11, MTCS 1, Cougars' first league loss. Community beat uh, Central 6-5, so those two teams split uh, this week. The District 7 standings, doing something interesting this year. um, There are two divisions. In the top one division, it's uh, Stewart's Creek 6-0, the only undefeated team in district play. Riverdale 5-1, and and Blackman and Smyrna are 2-4. In the other division, um, it's Siegel four and two, Oakland three and three, Rockvale two and four, and Laverne zero oh and six. In softball, uh, Rockvale three, Nolansville two, Rockvale three, East Limestone, Alabama one, Riverdale eleven, Warren County one, and Siegel beat East Limestone, Alabama ten to nothing. And in soccer. Oakland beat uh, Mount Juliet two to nothing. So again, doubleheader for the Blue Raiders tomorrow. Uh, they're hosting Rice uh, in a big series this weekend. Um, so um, uh, they're two and two. Rice is one and three uh, after losing um, three games to one to Texas San Antonio uh, last week. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money. Learn how it's done with Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter, Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic as expected here on 24 eastbound here at Sam Ridley Parkway. you got all this traffic flow coming in from Davidson County, making its way through Rutherford. Just busy out here in Laverne, Smyrna. Just heavy traffic, of course, on 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. Ripley's Aquarium Family PJ Party with the Penguins is coming up on April 9th. All the details at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
we do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at ParksAuction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All righty. Um, the final four is set. Houston and Baylor. And it will be um, Gonzaga and UCLA. UCLA held off Michigan uh, last night. What was it? 51-49, 53 something like that. Close game. Gonzaga blew uh, USC out, um, really from the get-go. It was seven to nothing before you can turn around. It was twenty-three to eight. Um, I guess I gotta believe now uh, they are a machine. I really, really thought if USC played like they had the previous two games, they could win that game. Well, they didn't play like that, but um, Gonzaga had a lot to do with it, and. Um, that will be an interesting matchup against UCLA. I um, mean, I think Gonzaga's favored by like 13, 14 points. Um, so a lot of people have Gonzaga and Baylor in their finals, in their brackets, and uh, that could come to uh, fruition for sure. Um, again, on the women's Final Four, it's Stanford, South Carolina, UConn, and Arizona. And the Deshaun Watson lawsuit is now hit 21. We were at 19 uh, yesterday. All right, the Atlanta Braves open tomorrow, too. Major League Baseball. Max Freed against uh, Aaron Nola of the Phillies. Braves are on the road. Good matchup. There's some good matchups out there. How about this one? Uh, the Mets, Jacob DeGrom against Max Scherzer of the Natties. Scherzer and DeGrom. It's probably the best matchup of all the opening days. Um, the Blue Jays, they are going to play in Florida through at least May uh, due to covid Concerns. And speaking of Scherzer, he's got a chance to hit 3,000 Ks this year. And the hitting machine, Miguel Cabrera, um, has a chance to get to 500 home runs. All right. The Braves. Projected lineup. Of course, Ronald Acuna and Wright. 
Um, probably bat first. Ozzy Albies, second base. Freddie Freeman at first. Marcel Azuna, a big signee for them in the offseason. Because he was a one-year signee last year, but they were able to keep him. Travis Duarnod. Duarnod. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Catcher. Uh, Dansby Swanson at short. Austin Rowley at third. And Christian Pocky in center. A great, great defensive player. Remains to be seen if he can hit enough. Um, the bench uh, looks like Alex Jackson at catcher. Jake Lamb, first base, third base. Infielder, Johan Camargo. And outfielder, Ender Enciarte. Another guy to watch is William Contreras. I think he's the brother of the Cubs, Contreras. He could end up... Um, behind the dish uh, this year, um, you know, in some capacity. Um, of course, the rotation, you got Max Freed, who will start tomorrow. Charlie Morton, Ian Anderson, those three solid ones. Zabuka is still hurt. Uh, Drew Smiley, Kyle Wright, they're ones that saw action last year. Uh, the bullpen, uh, Will Smith, not the Fresh Prince, uh, will be the closer. Set-up men are Chris Martin, A.J. Mentor, Tyler Matzik. Those guys had good seasons last year. Middle relief, Jacob Webb, Grant Dayton, Luke Jackson, who scares me to death. Sean Newcomb, who has started. And long reliever, uh, Josh Tomlin. So that's kind of a look at the Bravos. You can hear them throughout the year right here on WGNS. We'll not hear them tomorrow. We're going to hear Blue Raider baseball against Rice. And um, if you, with the capacity at 10%, not that many people are getting to go to middle games. Tomorrow will be a pretty tough day to go anyway going to be pretty chilly but we got warm weather coming back just a little cold snap here um so with all that in mind my oldest daughter's birthday is tomorrow april fool's day she's got a personality for it sometimes but wish kayla hale a happy birthday tomorrow all right that's going to do it for the show Today, uh, that's going to do it for the week. Uh, Again, Blue Raider baseball the next two days. Uh, Everybody have a great Easter weekend, and we'll talk to you next time. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Mark's Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.